0: Hello everyone and a warm welcome to the Heart to Heart Show with James Casino. I'm so very excited today, not only because it's our first talk show together, but because I'm excited about our future together, and I hope you are too. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. Before I start, I wanted to let you know that this talk is unedited and unscripted. So if I make a mistake, I apologize and And I also wanted to let you know that the reason why I named it the Heart to Heart Show, because I only speak from my heart what I know to be the truth or beneficial information. And I want it to reach your heart. So that's why I came up with the name the Heart to Heart Show. Because I want it to be like a casual conversation that we would have if we were sitting down having lunch or tea or coffee or something to drink. Because that's the best way to reach someone, is to their heart. And the only way you can reach someone's heart is by speaking from your heart. And that's, that's what I'm doing to you right now. So thank you so much for listening. Also, I want to give a shout out to all the supporters around the world. I like to call it the Helping Love Go Viral family. We have family members from India, from Russia, from the Ukraine, from Brazil, from Jamaica, from the United Kingdom, from Hong Kong, and from the United States. And if I missed your country, I'm sorry. Please write a comment here. Let me know where you're from. I would love to know what country you're from and how how you came to hear about this video. So thank you so much. So let's get into Introduction to James Casino, Episode 1. I thought it was a good idea to introduce myself to you because I wanted you to know about me, to know that I'm no different than you and I'm no better than you. I'm just like you. I want the same basic things in life. I want to be happy. I want to do what I love in life. I want to have family to love, and I, and I want to have a beautiful future and a safe future. You see, we all want the same basic things in life, and I want that too. But I have learned a lot of things through my life. I have suffered a lot. I have had many happy occasions in my life, and I have uh, learned a lot of things and talked to thousands of people And that's what I want to do. I want to share that information, that knowledge with you. And I know that it can help you. And it can help all people around the world. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy this show. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I grew up in a big family. I was in the middle. I had five sisters and one brother came along 17 years later. My father got married when he was very young, 18 years old, and married my mother also, she was very young. And he had a dream. He wanted to have his own business, and he also wanted to have a big family. He loved kids, he loved animals, and he loved helping people too. And so he moved to another state where he started his own business. Zero customers, and but a big heart he had, and a big dream. And he believed that if you work hard... And if you give an honest price and you do a good job, then you'll get repeat business. And that's what he did. He built a business from zero customers to thousands and thousands and thousands of customers just by word of mouth. He never advertised. And I learned a lot from my father. One of the things he always told me, he said, son, if you're going to do something in your life, give it your best. Give it 100% or don't do it at all. And that's what I practice every day of my life no matter what i'm doing if i'm washing the dishes or cleaning around the house or playing sports or doing my work whatever it is i give it 100 percent, and i think you should too it's a great advice my father gave me so when i was growing up i grew up in a very religious household that taught strong moral values and one of the strongest moral values that was taught was love my father was very loving he was very generous very loving And so was my mother, extremely loving, very hardworking. And so at a young age, I was taught the importance to share, the importance to look at everyone as equal. And I want you to know that I don't think I am any better than you. I am just the same like you, as I mentioned earlier. I am no better than you. I believe we are all the same. We all have different gifts and talents, and we just have to find what they are know what they are and then use those to help ourselves and to help others around us. So back to my story. As I was growing up, I was taught these values, but I wasn't much into my religion. I would rather play <laughs> or play some sports or, or play with my friends. I wasn't really interested in going to my religion. When I was nine years old, I, I started to become interested in my father's work. And my father wanted me to go along with him. So at nine years old, I started going to work with my father every weekend, while most kids were out playing and doing different things like you should, and it's so so important in life to enjoy life at that age, but it's also important to learn important principles and things in your life. And so I was learning things from my father, and I was learning a trade at nine years old. I went with him every weekend, and after work on Sunday, we used to play basketball together, and... And then as a family, we'd play a sport together, we'd have pizza, and then we'd go to the movies. And I loved that. I still remember those occasions. So by the time I was 14 years old, I had learned enough on this trade that I could do the work myself. No longer was i my father's helper, but now I was able to do the work on my own. The only problem was I couldn't drive. So my father hired a person to drive me around and also to assist me. And so I, at 14 years old, because my family needed help in the business and I wanted to help them, I started working full-time around 50 hours a week and went to school part-time. So I did this. It was very difficult. You can imagine going to school and then working 50 hours a week in a very difficult trade. And, but I was, I was learning a lot. And I look back and I'm so grateful that I went through that life experience. So fast forward to four years, at 18 years old, I decided that I wanted to try my own business. And so it was the same type of work as my father, but I wanted to see if I could do it on my own. I realized that this trade was not for me. Um, I, I really didn't enjoy it that much. I respect the trade, but it just wasn't for me. It wasn't who I was inside. So at 19 years old, I decided to start taking life more seriously. I started getting involved in my religion, and at 19 years old, I decided to dedicate my life to serve God and to serve others. I became an ordained minister at 19 years old. And so I used my life to help other people, what I thought was the most important message that I could give them at that time. But the only thing is that I wasn't getting paid for it, so I had to do it at night and on the weekends so i had to work full time so i took on jobs working anywhere's from 40 to 60 hours a week to be able to s- support myself and to support a family and so many of these jobs that i took they weren't the jobs that i loved because i just needed a job that would bring in financial income but yet give me the time allowed that i need to attend my religious meetings and to and to go out and work with the public And so I did this. For the next 20 years, I gave public talks within the congregations. I taught the Bible one-on-one. I taught the Bible in groups. I studied the Bible for over 20 years and studied different religions. I also helped visit the the elderly and the sick, and I also helped construct new churches in the community. So that's what I did. But during during those times, I also, like I said, I had to work to support myself. And so I worked as a customer service associate in different fields. I worked as a purchasing agent, as a showroom sales manager, and as a manager. And But these jobs, they were never really me. You see, at a young age, I also had the desire to protect people and to help people. I remember when I was a little boy, I used to pray to God to give me superpowers so that I could use them to help other people. If you look at my Facebook page or Instagram, you'll see a, a picture of me there wearing a yellow T-shirt. And at that age, I used to pray to God to give me superpowers like Superman. And uh, you know what? He didn't give them to me, of course. But what he did give me, I believe, was that a heart that was molded and ready to help other people. And I believe that everything that I went through in my life has brought me to where I am today. So during that time, while I was in my religion, about 20 years later, I decided that uh, this religion, I would no longer be a part of it. And because of that, uh, new doors of opportunity were opened for me. When I, when I was 26 years old, I was approached by the FBI recruiting department, and they wanted to recruit me. And I always had an interest in protecting people. I love Uh, love, truth, and justice. That is something that burns passionately in my heart and equality for all people. And so, but I had to turn it down because my religion did not allow me to participate in carrying a firearm or to be in the military or in law enforcement. So I turned that, that job down, one that I would have really thought I loved. So I continued in my, working in my religion and working secularly on jobs that I really didn't like so much. So fast forward 20 years later, like I said, I, I had broken ties with my religion for various reasons that I won't discuss right now. And I decided that, you know, what am I going to do with my life now? What do I really want to do? And so the same thing always came back to me. I want to help people. I want to help people, but how can I help people and still make a living? Because I had to pay my bills, and I had needed food to eat, clothes to wear, a place to live, like all of you. And so I I was good at math when I was in school, and I decided that since I was good with numbers, I used to be an accountant in the congregations for four different congregations, I thought maybe I could go into the financial world and help people there. Because if it's not if it's not for our health and the people we love, the next thing that's important is our finances. Because without money, we can't eat, we can't do a lot of things. So I thought if I could help uh, teach people how to invest their money wisely, then I could help them. And so I started from the ground, ground zero. I actually applied for a part-time position. I interviewed and they called me back and offered me before I even started a better uh, promo- a promotion to a full-time position and I took it and I, I learned in the in started in the banking world and I started as a what they call a customer service associate I was a teller and a platform banker and I enjoyed what I was doing the co-workers were wonderful and I really had a great time and I was learning a lot but again I wanted to do something. it was my goal When I had left my religion, it was my heart's goal to do something that I loved in my life. I wanted to wake up every day and say, I love what I do. Because I believe that our lives are so valuable, so precious, that we spend most of our time at work and that we should do something that we love. And so that's what I wanted. And so I realized that as a year went by, I really wasn't enjoying the job as much. It became more mundane. And so I had spoken to my manager and mentioned to them this, that I'd like to grow. And there was a position that had to do with, a, it's called a financial specialist. It's actually a financial advisor and a banker all tied in one. But you had to get a certain type of licenses. If you ever saw the movie, The Pursuit to Happiness, or the movie, The Wolf on Wall Street, that's the type of license you have to get. One of the first license, a stockbroker's license, series, a Series 7 license. But I also had to get the Series 66 license, which means that you can advise on investments. And I also had to get a third license, was a state insurance license, so that I could help people invest wisely for life insurance and other insurance products. And so I had to study for those three tests within one year while I was working full-time. And I have to say, it was one of the most difficult things I ever did in my life. And when I passed those tests, I literally shed some tears of joy. And I was so happy and so proud of myself and so thankful that I was able to pass those tests. And because of passing those tests, um, I was given a promotion. I, I was given my own office, a beautiful office. I moved to another state, a big office, window views, and I work with wonderful people. And I still remember them today and still have friendships with them. But I found myself at first, I really enjoyed it, was really excited, and I was helping people. I could see, you know, there's a lot of information out there, and some people try to take advantage of others, especially when it comes to investing. And I was there to to, to stop that, to help truly from my heart. I, I hated sales, and I never would sell you something that you really didn't need. I always believe in a simple principle, and that is to treat others the way you want to be treated. And so I did that with every job I had, and especially in investments. And well, I found joy talking to people, and I spoke to people of various backgrounds who had a little bit of money and millions of dollars worth of money, and you know what? Talking through those people, through, through the investment world, and talking to people in public when I was in my religion, happiness all depended not on the money, but on the love they had in their hearts and the love they had for others. And so remember that when you go thinking about your job or your career or your future, make sure it's something that you love from your heart and that you love doing it because that's what really makes us happy. So going back to my story, I was doing very well and had the opportunity as an investment advisor to make as much money as I wanted to make. But again, (laughs) that feeling sunk in and I wasn't feeling as happy. It was like, you know, I enjoy this. I was a lot happier than my previous jobs, but I wasn't where I wanted to be. I couldn't say from my heart, honestly, that I loved my job. And that's what I wanted. That was my goal. I was determined to love what I do in my life. And so I resigned from that job. Um, I resigned from that job in pursuit of a job that I would love. So I turned to law enforcement. I thought that law enforcement would be great for me because you sacrifice your life and your time for others. And I have a great deal of respect for all law enforcement out there in the world, you know, for what they do and what they sacrifice. You may hear some bad stories, you know, on the news here and there, but I'm firsthand to tell you I was behind the scenes And the majority of the officers are not like that they're like you and me people who want to help others and people who want to sacrifice their life for others and to me there is no greater sacrifice than one who is willing to give their life for another so getting back to my story if any of you have ever tried to apply for law enforcement you know it's one of the most difficult positions to apply for and so i went through the process with a few different agencies and I was fortunate to be called by an agency and I was so excited I was like finally I'm going to do something I love and so I was hired by the agency I was sworn in as a law enforcement officer but I was not put out on the streets because I was not certified I had to uh, go to the academy to the law enforcement academy and that's what I did I was doing great a couple of months went by and I was doing great at the academy But something happened. I got sick with the flu, influenza B. Some of the cadets in my class were sick, and I got sick with influenza B. And because of that, it hit me very hard, and I missed five days of the academy. And because I missed five days of the academy, you cannot make up that lost time. And because you cannot make up that lost time, you cannot become certified and graduate from the academy. And because of that, the agency that I was with Uh, They let me go, and that crushed my heart and broke my spirits. They said I could reapply. They gave me a letter of recommendation, but I'm telling you that my heart just sank to the floor, and I was so devastated because I worked so hard to get there. Sorry, (laughs) a little emotional remembering that time. I worked so hard to get there. But, you know, now I look back and I can see why. So what happened after I was let go? I was determined to let nothing stop me from reaching my dream and my goal. So I reapplied. But guess what? (laughs) They had changed the qualifications. Now they required a four-year degree or that you had to be a, a previous certified law enforcement officer, which neither I had. And so... I was, again, left devastated, wondering why. Why did you bring me this far, universe or God, just only to let me down? And it was like every time I would apply, there would be like another block and wall and wall and wall. It was like the universe was, it gave me a taste of what it was, and the universe said, no, this isn't for you. And I couldn't see it. And so what I decided to do was to take a break and just to take some time off and to think about life, to think about what I can do and what I was going to do with my life. I started to play the drums, actually. I love music. And I started playing the drums. And I'm still practicing and still have a lot more learning to do. So I began to think, and during this time also, I made some connection with some new friends. And one of my friends said to me, know that they like to communicate on instagram and at the time i didn't even have an instagram account and i was pretty much dark on the social media i i didn't spend a lot of time there and you really couldn't find me there and so but i did it so that i could communicate with this with my friend and i started noticing a couple of months went by and i started noticing some some quotes coming through my newsfeed. And I started noticing some videos, and some of these were very motivating, very encouraging. And I was like, you know what? This is great, you know? And just a light went off in my head. And I was like, you know, I can do this. I started researching about Facebook and Instagram and realizing that there's over 1 billion users on Instagram and over 2 billion in Facebook. And I was like, I've always loved helping people. When I was in my religion, the greatest love and joy that I got was when I, when someone said, thank you for helping me, helping me to see this and knowing that I made a difference in their life. And this light went off inside my head and I was like, I can help people. I can reach millions of people. Sure, I'm just starting, but my vision is big and I believe that what I have to say and what I want to accomplish can ha- happen with your help because I can't do anything without your help. I'm, I'm nothing without your help. And getting back to my story, and so this light went off in my head, and I started, you know, writing little quotes here and there. And then this was only this was only a month ago, and just about three weeks ago, I started getting all these ideas. Every day a new idea would come to my mind, and I, I couldn't even sleep. Well, I, I was dreaming about these ideas. I would wake up, and I'd have a new idea. I'd write it down. Everything. Some people have asked me, do you come up with these quotes? Do you write everything yourself? And yes, 100%. It's all based on my life experience, the things I've went through, and the people that I've talked to, the thousands of people that I've interacted with over my life. And so all these thoughts every day, and even right now, new thoughts are coming to my head. And so it is. I finally have gotten to the place that I have been wanting to get to my whole life, and that is to love what I do and to do something that is me. And I am all about love. Love burns so bright and so hard in my life. And I know, and I know, and when I talk about love, I'm not talking about romantic love. That's important in our life, but I'm talking about unbiased love. I'm talking about the love that we were born with And the freedom that we were born with i'm talking about the type of love that we can have for all people regardless of their race religion color or gender in life i'm talking about a love that stems from our hearts for the things we do you see i want the world to love each other more you might have seen one of my videos and i want i know There is one thing that can unite us all. You see, we all have differences, right? We all may have different beliefs. We go to this religion or that religion. We have this background or that background. We have um, different cultures. But you know what? There is one thing. There is only one thing that is universal about us, and that's love. We all understand the language of love, right? Even if you don't speak the language, you understand the language of love by the acts, by the eyes, by the face, the smile. And so I know that love has the power to change lives unlike anything else. And I know that love can unite us. And that's why I've made it my, my life and my passion and my goal in life to help spread love around the world. I like to call it helping love go viral because that's what I'm doing. And that's what all of you are doing. You see, I'm not doing this on my own. Every time you share or like or when you uh, do act- actual physical acts of love and kindness to other people. You are helping love go viral, and those are the most important things. It's nice to see shares and likes, but the most important thing is action, what we do with our life, actually, and how we treat each other every single day. So what I want to do now in my present life is I want to increase love for each other. Do you want that? Do you all want more love for each other? I think you do. What about, do you really want to love yourselves That is so vital. I think it's so vital that we love ourselves because without loving ourselves and feeling good about ourselves, it's hard to give that love out. And the next thing, which is so vital that I already mentioned, is love for what we do in our life. We spend anywhere from 40 to 80 hours a week, whether it's school or work, and we need to make sure that we love it. Why? Because when we love something, we instantly start to feel happy right whether whether it's a slice of pizza, ice cream, a beautiful dress, a nice car, a, a music, whatever it is when we love something instant happiness we start to feel and that's why it's so important for us to love and have love in our hearts. So I want to thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to spending time with you in the future episodes my next episode is going to be about my vision of a better world and what that vision is and i hope you tune into the second episode i want to thank you from my heart for listening to this and please give uh, please give me comments let me know how i did let me know if there's anything that i can improve let me know where you're from what topics you're interested in because this show and my life is dedicated to you. I love all of you, and thank you so much for listening to the Heart to Heart Show. This is James Casino, your friend. Take care. Bye.